right, you guys, we are back again with Kicking Cancer Cares. And this segment is we have different sponsors. We want to give a huge shout out to them. Um, Keeping It Sarah Simple and Five Marketing. Do you want to kind of touch on what they do a little bit, Baron? You bet. Um, Both of these are actually pretty good friends of mine. Um, Sarah uh, is a registered dietitian and a personal coach, like a health coach, right? Yeah. So the reason it's called Keep It Sarah Simple is if you're trying to get healthier, then she's going to look at your food and everyone's different. So she's going to look at your diet, help you get onto the right diet pattern okay. and help you to determine an exercise routine that works for you. Which kind of just goes really side by side with what we're talking about here. Exactly. So that's great. So and she has clients all over the United States. She okay. does a lot of Zoom calls. And, and so, again, we have listeners now yes. all over the United States. So if you'd like to utilize Sarah's services, it doesn't only, you don't have to be in the Salem area. She could help you in Denver. Hello, Denver. Bruce, we hear you out there. Hi, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're um, in Denver or Spokane, which is Two places I do know we have listeners. Yeah. Or if you're in Texas. Or Arizona. Or Arizona. Hello, Brenda. (laughs) (laughs) The other one uh, is a friend of mine named Mike. And Five Marketing um, will design websites. They'll help you with what's called storyboarding, making sure your website makes sense to your customers. They'll help you with branding. Okay, yes. So when I met Mike, we had a website. Mm -hmm. And I said, will you just look at this and give me some advice? And so he walked me through who are you trying to reach what are you trying to say? And so people go to our website now. There's a there's a new home page because we fine tuned it to reach our customers yes, better. Yes, and I actually love the new website. It, it really looks is good. Phenomenal. Huh? Yeah. So why don't you give a little plug for that website really quick? So it's kicking-cancer.org. Okay. Um, and one of the real things I love about what Mike did for us is, statistically speaking, if you go to a website, any website. It's called Above the Fold, but it's the first thing you see on the website. Mm-hmm. The average person, believe it or not, will only stay for three seconds if it's not clear. Oh. So half of the people leave right after three seconds. So he helped make sure that whatever you see immediately with getting cancer makes sense. Okay. And hopefully it, we've got a good picture. We've got a good description. Well, they go, okay, that makes sense. So then they scroll a little farther down. So half of them stayed... And half of the ones that stay will won't stay more than thirty seconds if it's still not clear. Right. So we've tried to make that homepage clearer. Okay. So you'll go look at the stories. You'll go look at the resources. You'll go look at the stuff we have. Yeah. But if it's not clear on the homepage, they won't. And so that's what Mike did for us. And and again, if you're if you have a website, if you're not sure if your website's doing what you want, Mike will give you a free consultation. And, okay. And if you need. To improve it, he will definitely help you improve it. That's so awesome. Okay. And what are some of the things you find on your website on how to get involved if people want to donate? Yep. So one of the things I love that that we did is there's two call to actions. And when you scroll a little bit, there's going to be a series of questions. And the first set of questions is if you personally have cancer or you know somebody who has cancer, what do I do? Right. And there's a spot that says request help. Okay. And requesting help... Maybe we can tell your story. Right. Maybe we can help you with a fundraiser. Maybe there's things we can do to help the person. Yeah. The other part is, I'm healthy, but how do I stay healthy? Yeah. And that's where they go to the resources. Okay. And those are both tabs on the website. There's a whole story tab. There's a whole resources. In the resources are five values, which is reduce your stress, get better rest, get support, um, get some movement, eat real food. All of those have videos if you go to resources. Okay. And so you can sit and just 
read or right. watch some of the stuff we've got there. Plus, there's a link from the resources tab to our podcast. Oh, I love it. Yeah. That's so awesome. Yes, you guys, you ca- I actually had a listener ask if we did have a podcast, and we do. So you can find us at kicking-cancer.org on there, or you can find us at kslm.news. Um, we're on Amazon. We're on Spotify. Apple, Audible. Apple. Yes, we are on so many. So um, we are out there. So if you need to re-listen or catch up or didn't hear the first few that we did, don't hesitate to go and download those and take a listen. And also, if you guys want to be a sponsor, you don't necessarily have to have a business. But if you want a shout out or sponsorship, um, let us know. Reach out to Baron or I, and we will get help we'll help you with that. And one of the things that we would love to do, you and I talked about this, is someone could sponsor our show without actually doing ad space. Right. Because you and I could do PSAs. Right. Right? So someone could sponsor this 30-second public service announcement is being brought to you by whoever. Right. And then Amanda and I can actually give you a 30-second piece of advice. Yes, we can. That's a public service announcement. That is. So there's lots of ways. I can tell you that our podcast and our website works because last week – I didn't tell you this yet – Last week, we got a check for $20,000. No way. We got a donation from That's Albany. Oh. And with a note that says, please help more people. That's amazing. That's so, so awesome. I appreciate I love it. I, people the listening, that they're seeing what we're trying to do in the community. And basically, they said, you know, please help more people. Yeah. With a very nice check to help us do that. Yeah. It makes a difference. It yeah. makes all of a difference. Yeah. Aussie, uh, for example. You guys just did your fundraiser for him and were able to help them out. So that's amazing. Yeah. In fact, we went down there yesterday and all the money had come in from the fundraising. And, you know, all fundraisers have a little bit of expenses. We try to keep the expenses as far back as we can. Right. But Ozzy's on his way to Seattle the first week of August. Oh, yay, Ozzy. For his clinical trial. And we were able to give that family a little over $10,000. What a relief that's got to be for them so that they can be next to Ozzy through all of these medical processes and yeah. procedures and everything that it might entail. Well, and, and their biggest have... concern was where to stay. How are they going to cover lodging costs? Yeah. It just having that a little bit of relief off of them yeah. makes all of the difference. So thank you, Baron. Yeah. All right. Well, let's dive into our story. Well, and it's it's appropriate that we just talk about Ozzy, mm-hmm. because the person that referred Ozzy to us is the story I want to tell you about. Oh, how perfect. You're really, you, like you, my- you are really good at segues, Amanda. <laughs> you really are. <laughs> You'd think they were planned. But you would think so. They're just so. that They're good. Just, it's spontaneous. Oh, uh, I love it. Uh, so it was the end of 2018. Okay. And I decided to go down to Lebanon for whatever reason to, to their Salem, uh, like, are like Salem greeters, except the one they do in Lebanon. Okay. They're chamber greeters, yeah. right? I'm walking in. It's cold. I got this hoodie on. It's a really bright pink hoodie with a donkey on it. And this gal that greets me at the door, her name was Jennifer. And I didn't realize at the time, but that our message resonated with her. Okay. So she contacted me a few weeks afterwards. And she said, I'm in charge of the Oregon State University Relay for Life. And our keynote speaker... Backed out. Oh. Would you be willing to be our keynote speaker? Isn't it crazy how God places you in certain places at the right time? Like I went to Lebanon one time. Right. (laughs) And she lives in Albany. So for her to go from Albany to Lebanon. Right. So it really was God put me in the right place at the right time. I love it. And I said, I would love to do that. 
So I went in, it was May of 2019, and I went down to Oregon State University, and I'm in that big commons area at Oregon State. There's about, I don't know, five or 600 students out there. Holy it was moly. a huge crowd. Yeah. <laughs> and I was the person who was supposed to motivate them to keep walking for 12 hours. Oh, okay. Right? It was yeah. like five o'clock in the evening, and I knew that about three o'clock in the morning, their motivation to keep walking was going to begin to dwindle. I, I, yeah. Right. If I was one of those people, I would have to agree. <laughs> you know, and it was mid-May, but it was still cool. Right. And it was going to get cooler as the night went along. Yes. So I looked at this crowd and I said, um, some of you are engineering students because it's Oregon State University, a big engineering program. Right. And I said, so some of you will understand this phrase and it's called, the, the, the phrase refers to I just lost the phrase. It's, it's I'm it, sorry. <laughs> no, it, it's um, it's it, it's an algorithm, and it's basically based upon current statistics looking forward in the future. Okay. Okay. So based on current statistical models, that's the phrase I'm looking for. Okay. Based on current statistical models, in 20 years, every other American is going to have cancer. So you all in this crowd are like 20, 21 years old. If you don't start taking prevention more seriously. When you're in your 40s, half of you will have cancer. That's a terrifying number. Yeah, you should have seen a look in their eyes. I bet. Because <laughs> I think there was a kid in front of me, based on the shirt he was wearing, he was probably an engineering student. Right. So when I said statistical models, he understood what that phrase meant. It's like, oh, this yeah. is real. This is real. Yeah. But I said, why are you here? Why are you doing Relay for Life? Mm-hmm. Probably because your mom had cancer, your brother had cancer, your aunt, whatever. Somebody had cancer. Yeah. And when you don't want to keep walking, when you are tired, remember what they already went through. And then I gave him that quote that I'd given you before from Abraham Lincoln, Northern Gettysburg, of what dress? So for those that haven't heard me give this quote before, <clears throat> at, as Lincoln was on a train uh, going to Gettysburg for a, a gravesite memorial, lots of Americans had died during Gettysburg, and the North was ready to stop fighting. They, they, they saw the gore of war right in front of them. You right. Know? And they were like, fine, let the South be the South, it will be the North, and we'll split. And Lincoln didn't want to see that happen. So he said, from these honored dead, the ones who had died, from these honored dead, we need to take increased devotion for the cause for which they gave the full measure of devotion. Do not let them die in vain. I love that. And I've used that phrase over and over again. So I'm looking at these students, and I said, at 3 in the morning, when you're tired, you want to walk, don't let them die in vain. Yeah. And I hope that, I mean, I wasn't there at 3 in the morning, but I hope it kept them motivated. <laughs> yeah. So all of that was because this Jennifer person was able to get me there. Right. Towards the end of 2019, Jennifer had a pretty bad cough that just wouldn't go away. And... She, she just thought she had some asthma problem or something that's gone through her lungs, but she didn't know for sure what it was. This is the end. Uh, time frames are critical right now. Right. It's the end of 2019. Okay. At the start of 2020, she went in to have a checkup. And they said, well, there's something going on there, but we're not sure what it is. And then March of 2020 rolled around. Mm. And you know what happened then, right? Right. As COVID began to hit and 
the governor said, we need to focus on COVID, hospitals put lots of things on the back burner they did. to deal with COVID. They did. And they didn't check Jennifer's test until May. Oh, no. She had stage four lung cancer. Oh. But not just once. She had three tumors. <clears throat> Each had a different pathological signature, which means she had stage four lung cancer three times at the exact same time. Is that common? No. Very rare. I was going to say, I don't think I've ever heard of that yeah. before. So, I mean, does what I said just make sense? So every, every cancerous cell has a signature. Right. Right. And so each of them had a different signature. So they were three completely different Three completely cancers, different right? I mean, cancers. same cancers, but different signatures. Right. So she had stage four lung cancer in three different tumors at the exact same time. Wow. She found that out July 23rd, 2020. And that had to have been so hard being isolated and all, yeah. of, all of that came with the COVID restrictions yeah. and all of that. Now, the only good news is in July of 2020, we were starting to relax from COVID. That first quarter was okay. horrible. And so they were starting to relax. They were starting to let protocols go back in normal. And so she went in for chemo in August, September, October, November. Once a month, she had um, chemotherapy. Okay. Her name was submitted to our organization as a Go Team. Okay. So fourth quarter of 2020 was Go Team Jennifer. I love it. And that was October, November, December of 2020. Okay. Those three months are critical as well because if you remember, that's when Governor Brown began to lock everything down. Oh, yes. Right? Yes, she did. We, we shut down the restaurants. We shut, everything got shut down during the fourth quarter of 2020. So our efforts to support Jennifer, everything got screwed up. Everything you tried probably got denied and shut down. Yeah. So the first idea was her job is she works for the Corvallis Knights, which is a baseball team, and they, they meet at Goss Stadium, which is where the Beavers play. Mm -hmm. So our first idea was to get a bunch of people in the stands wearing white because lung cancer is white. Yes. And my shirt says, wear white for Jennifer. I was wondering, I was like, I think this is the first time I've seen you in a not a kicking cancer t-shirt. Yeah, this was one that their team actually made for her. You can see this looks like lungs. And yes. So okay. they were telling people to wear white for Jennifer. So we were just like, come out. It's We know it's cool outside, but wear something white. And then we we're going to bring Jennifer out to the pitcher's mound just to show her this massive support from the community. Yeah. Guess what you couldn't do fourth quarter? You couldn't gather oh. in the stadium because, you know, COVID would have spread if you did right. that. So then we said, fine, we'll, um, we'll contact restaurants in Corvallis, and all you got to do is go eat, and they'll donate part of the proceeds as a, as a donation. Right. And we'll have our own evenings, the Corvallis nights. Oh. Evenings. Yes. Right? Yes. Nope. Governor said you can't go to dinner. So that idea got shut down. You're like, Lord. I'm like, I can't do anything thanks to Governor Brown. Yeah. And you're, these are all creative. They were creative ideas. The The owner of the Corvallis Knights, the president, she was on board with these ideas. And so her name's Bree Miller. She and I started working together. Like, what can we do? Mm -hmm. We create an event on social media and we create a drive-by. Oh, okay. Those were, those were getting popular during COVID. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Like a... The drive-by parade type of thing. Exactly. Yes. Yes. So we're looking out there going, well, drive-bys are still okay. So we told everybody we're going to meet on December 15th 
in front of a West Albany High School. Stay in your car. Mm-hmm. We got a donation that covered the cost of a bunch of white beanies. Oh. So everybody that showed up wore this white beanie. So she could still see the white even though you were sitting in the cars. Yep. Oh, what an awesome thought. Yeah. And it was cold, so they all kept their beanies. And it yeah. had the little donkey on the front of the beanies and when they're white. And so... Again, it was an event. We weren't sure when we were going to show up. And then I was just in awe, Amanda. 30 cars started lining up, and it turned the corner and went down the other street. Oh, wow. So you had a great turnout regardless great, of great. COVID. In fact, the the principal of the high school was starting to freak out. Like, why are all these cars? <laughs> What's happening? Um, and the principal comes out and, and knew Bree, and Bree goes, oh, we're doing this for Jennifer. And she says, oh, you do what you're going to do. So we left. Jennifer lived like two or three blocks away, and the cars all took off, took a corner, Drove past her house. They all did a little heart symbol, and Jennifer was sitting on her front porch, and that was the love we could show her given— The circumstances. The circumstances. Yes. Okay? That was December the 15th. She was supposed to have radiation about a week later. So she'd gone through the chemo. The radiation is supposed to help stop the spread. Okay. She sends me a text a week after our little drive-by. She said, I kicked cancer in the— Donkey, mm-hmm. so hard, I don't have to have radiation. No way. Her cells responded to the support. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I love it when you give us positive <sighs> stories. So that was December of 20. So July 2021 rolls around, and I said, can you give people a follow-up? Where are you at now? And, and I want to read this so I don't miss something. Okay. This was from one of our newsletters. And again, if you go to kicking-cancer.org on the stories page or links to all these newsletters, um, this is just a follow-up on Jennifer. And it's titled, Being Part of the 3%. Only 3% of people survive what Jennifer had gone through. Um, and there's a lot here. I'm not going to read all of it. But she says, in the days, weeks, and months, my courage grew, grew beyond my Corvallis Nice baseball family. I connected with those from the past, the Kicking Cancer Organization, and my entire community rallied to my side. So this is what Jennifer went through in those 365 days. Four hospitals, seven radiation appointments, 35 trips to Portland, nine trips to Salem, five tumors, three types of cancer, three surgeries, 14 weeks of chemotherapy, three drainage rooms, 16 stitches, 26 different prescription medications, six CT scans, two MRIs, two PET scans, three hearing aids, and one drive-by parade. Wow. Yeah. All in three, in a year. In a year. In the last paragraph, she says, most significantly, 365 mornings to wake up and learn to breathe again. I love that she takes the positive from it. Yeah. Out of all of that, that had to have been so exhausting. Oh, I mean, that I, was multiple things every week. Yeah. How exhausting and draining. She probably spent a, a huge portion of her time in the hospital. Oh. Well, the last she says, I have so much to celebrate and much work left to do to become part of the 3%. This number was so insignificant until one year ago today, just a number that drives me every day now. So what's, can you explain what the 3% is? 3% of people who are diagnosed with stage 4 lung cancer survive. That's amazing. So she made it. A week ago, we are two years out. Okay. And every year the Corvallis Knights has a baseball game called Strike Out Cancer. We go down to support them. Okay. And I saw Jennifer. Um, the cancer's back. Dang it. 
yeah, it's 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 back with a vengeance. Okay. There are so many tumors in our lungs now that chemo is not really an option. Radiation would mean going through her esophagus, which would kill her. Right. So she's walking through the crowd, thanking people for being at this baseball game, dragging an oxygen tank behind her with a breathing thing up her nose. Right. She's wearing a bonnet. And I said, so you're in chemo again. Are you losing your hair? She says, no, it's actually so brittle it's breaking and falling off. Right. Um, and some of, some of our listeners will know what the word palliative care means. Okay. Can you, you know, explain do, that? Do, do you know what it means? I do not. When your diagnosis of anything, specifically cancer, is to the point that it's terminal, now they're just going to make you as comfortable as possible. Okay. Jennifer's now in palliative care. All right. Numbers are what they are. Right. The doctor is saying she has 18 months to 20 months to live, a year and a half. Right. I did call her this morning okay, just to try to get a bigger update. Right. And I called at like 9 o'clock, and I was actually surprised she answered the phone, and she answered, hello, Corvallis Knight, so I thought she was at work. <laughs> um, but she had just come back from having a platelet count, and they're just checking to see how her blood's responding. Right, where she's at. And she's like, I'm just really tired. I'm like, well, for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, I can't even... Imagine what would be running through my head if I knew that I had 18 months to live. Yeah. So I looked at Jennifer a week ago, and I said, why are you here at the baseball game? Yeah. She says, this fills my cup. And that's all that matters at the end of the day. Yeah. But knowing that she has 18 months to live, mm-hmm. dragging an oxygen tank behind her, the people in that stands that support the Corvallis Knights baseball team and her job, that fills her cup. That's amazing. I love I- Again, bringing it back to the disease of love, um, she fought really hard, and she was, she celebrated. She in in the article, she was so, she was enjoying life after fighting it and winning, and so she probably appreciated and valued the time between then and, and getting cancer again. That she probably appreciated the people, loved on people more, uh, gave more, just it filled her cup more well, because the, those things were important. I think. One of the most special moments for me last week when we were there was we were there to support this little boy, Ozzy. Mm-hmm. And that baseball game was kind of dedicated to him. Right. Right? His family's there. He's three. He doesn't really understand. But his mom and dad are having fun. Yeah. And so I introduced his mom, Shiloh, to Jennifer. Okay. And these two ladies just had a great conversation for a long time. I don't know how long they talked. Yeah. But here's Jennifer, who's fought this thing now for two years. She's fought it through some of the worst lockdown moments our state's ever seen. Yeah. Knowing that she has a year and a half, roughly, and she's sharing with this mom who has a kid with a terminal diagnosis himself. Right. It was really touching to watch these two ladies talk. I can only imagine, and they probably appreciated it, the bonding and the connecting and the understanding and all that comes with that, uh, yeah. the frustrations, the anger as well, um, and just having somebody to lean on and use as a support system. Because in situations like that, I can only imagine how lonely it feels, how unrelatable people probably feel towards it, um, all of that. So having that connection probably was a huge help to both of them. One of the things that I really like about what I'm doing 
I meet these people, and, and I'm sympathetic to their situations. Right. I'm really sympathetic. Yeah. But Jennifer... Well, you dedicated your whole life to it. Right. But Jennifer was empathetic. Jennifer's been where they're at. Mm-hmm. It's one thing for me to say, I'm sorry for what you're going through. Right. And something else to say, I've gone through what you're going through. Right, right. <laughs> and so for me to connect Jennifer and Shyla for this moment, because both of them are going through this cancer journey. Yeah was really cool to watch happen. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that was awesome. Hey, really quick, we're almost out of time. You were talking about the walk that's coming up next Saturday. Yes, and our next GO team, I'll announce right here on the air, her name is Morgan Davis. She's on our board of directors. She works for Kevin Maddox's campaign team. She's 25 years old. She has thyroid cancer. So come join us at the walk, and we're going to walk with Morgan. Okay, and how do people register? Go to kicking-cancer.org, hit events, and then register for the walk and come with us. Okay, and if you guys have any questions or you're not quite sure how to do it, don't hesitate to reach out to me, and I can help you um, the KSLM number, and I'll get you guys registered. Um, I know some of our listeners have a hard time navigating the Internet, so don't hesitate to reach out, and I will get that done for you guys. Um, really quick, a shout-out to our sponsors for this segment is Keep It Sarah Simple and Five Marketing. Thank you guys so much. And again, to our others, Breezy HVAC and Oddmo's Pizza. And we will be back next Saturday. As, as the, the movement, movement continues. continues.